Welcome to Just Up The Trail, my little podcast where I chat with you, the people who make up the vibrant, creative and inclusive trail and outdoor community that I like to think I'm a part of. My name's Rob Jones. Over the first run of episodes, I've had the privilege to speak with experienced hikers and outdoors people doing really challenging routes and having massive adventures in various outdoor spaces. But the show this week is a little different as I chat with Jamie Anolfo, host of the Talking Dad podcast, before his first ever hike up Snowdon back in May. So Jamie and I are very much podcast buddies. I've been on his show a few times over the last 18 months, and he's become a regular guest co-host on my other, probably less popular podcast, Records and Bands. Um, I'll let you work out what we talk about on that show. So yeah, so I want to talk to Jamie both before and after his big hike. Sometimes I worry that we take our trail-based hobbies a little bit too seriously and that sometimes those of us that are a little bit more experienced and do take our outdoor pursuits really seriously maybe have a tendency to look down our noses a bit at the like the Snowden day trippers, the people who are maybe going up Penny Van for the first time. We look across from a much quieter peak that we slogged up and there's no one else on the hill with us but we can look across and we see a trail of ants going up to the to touch the cairn on this really busy, really accessible, really easy to get to summit. And we've all done it. I'm especially guilty. I, I have been especially guilty of it. I think I even in this show, I say worth the effect of I've been up Snowden enough. I never want to go up there again. It's always too busy. But if we think back, we probably all started on a much more accessible trip or much more accessible summit. We probably went up busier things or more accessible things because they're easier and we weren't out of our depth and we probably wouldn't get into trouble. And hopefully this episode will remind us that A, where we've come from in terms of we were all beginners once and all right, we go out regularly and we take on or certainly some of my guests take on these big challenges, but they have to have got the skills and experience to take on these challenges from somewhere. And the other the other thing I want to remember is that we're actually pretty fortunate to have all these peaks and trails that are accessible, that are easier for people to take on, that people can go out and have a taste of adventure and see if it's for them. Um, I mean, we, we, can, we can talk about ease of access and honeypot sites and going out with poorly chosen gear and not enough knowledge or experience we can talk about that sort of stuff forever and most social media groups facebook pages all that they're generally full of horror stories or should i dare use the word gatekeeping that might be a little harsh i don't know sometimes it feels like it but today rather than get into all of that today let's just enjoy jamie's tale of his first mountain let's sit back and remember our first summit and let's try and let's remember the things that brought us back again and again and again. Let's try and remember the things that turned a trip up Snowden into, for most of us, a lifelong ad- adventure in the outdoors. Giving us no more suffering. If you go back, what's your relationship with like the outdoors? The outdoors as I see it. Rather than going down the park, you know. So, like, camping as a kid or going places with your kids? 
yeah, going back to me being a kid, we did a lot of caravanning and camping. Most of it would have been like family camping caravan holidays. So campsites all around the country, really. We even went over to France when we were younger, but it was like a haven site. So it's not, not your version of camping, as we've spoken about in the past, but... I've done bits of bits of camping in tents and stuff in fields and, and when I was working with my dad we were travelling up and down the country doing property maintenance and he was always you know, he was always trying to keep his costs down so when he wasn't having to pay for other people to stay in B and B's or hotels, he would just sleep in the back of his van and he just converted half of his van into a sleeping quarter and then the other half was like for all the equipment and tools. So he would do that and he'd sleep in laybys with the truckers and services and all that kind of stuff. So I did do bits and pieces of that. I remember going, I would have been about 18. We were working in um, Chelmsford. We just, we couldn't find anywhere really that we wanted to pay for. We were only there for like four days getting this job finished. We took over from somebody else who'd been there for a week or two. And uh, we just slept on the local commons in the back of the van. And we had bunk beds in the... uh, in the van and we sort of did a half and half in a big Mercedes Sprinter van so it was big enough to convert and uh, yeah we, we kept in the in the back of a van for three nights and my the, the lad I was with at the time I say lad he was quite a bit older than me he was he was big into his camping and night fishing and that kind of stuff so we had all the gear and had his little stove and everything that we, we just sat in the back of the van and We'd, we'd get a couple of cans from the off-licence after work and we'd sit in the back of the van. <laughs> Proper townie camping, like. <laughs> so, yeah. Pretty much, it's, yeah. It surprised me, because, like, you're up in the northwest, so you're, you know, you've got the peak on the doorstep and you've got the Lake District on your doorstep and you're not far from Snowdonia, which is the point of our conversation this evening. So it just seems really... Yeah. It seems weird to me that having all of that on your doorstep, you haven't really taking the opportunity do you think it's a case of it's on your doorstep and you maybe you take it for granted or is it just not really been on your radar um possibly that possibly that it's on the doorstep and and not really knowing yeah taking it for granted not really knowing it's there or you know i'm not because we don't i don't live in a city so we're quite rural even though we're quite a big town from where i actually grew up so yeah, I would say it's more, it's more so that. We always enjoyed going away as a kid and camping and stuff, and Dad would take us away when we were quite a bit younger because he'd work away a bit. So when he came back, his like version of a weekend would be, let's go out for a drive, and that drive would turn into two nights on a campsite in Stoke-on-Trent or Tawin or wherever else we ended up. I think I think the, the best ones, I mean, because like, we always did the family ones, so obviously... My mum wasn't one for roughing it in a tent, so she always wanted to be in the in the caravan, and we always did that way. We'd be with them in the caravan, but we'd sleep in the tent next to, and we'd always do it that way, me and my mate or, or whatever family members we went on holiday with. So, But then when it was just me and my dad or me and my sister and my dad, we'd always end up on the crummiest old campsite that nobody goes and stays at anymore, but they probably don't really exist anymore. They've probably been taken over or turned into something else, like a super leisure site or something, but... We'd always stay at them ones, and it felt like real camping to us because there was nobody else about. And generally, we, my dad had hooked something up for electricity. He was always quite handy to, to get that kind of stuff. So he always <laughs> had the kit. But yeah, that's that's kind of my experience with it. I suppose I probably am a bit of an armchair adventurer. <laughs> Which is going to change this Saturday because yeah. you're going to you you and is it you and your mate are going up Snowdon for the first time? Yeah. So, what's 
what brought that on and whose idea was it and like just out of the blue where's that come from yeah there's going to be five of us so there's five of my mates in total one of them since um lockdown really has started doing a lot more walking and hiking around the local areas really around the northwest i don't think he's ever i don't think he's done much sort of you know overnight and going into sort of camping or anything like that but he's, he's local walks quite big walks as well some of them um and, and he'd suggested it one time when we were all together and we were all sort of interested in it and we were meant to do it last year around october november time i think october but with the weather forecast and it just didn't quite work out it was one of them things that got suggested and then nothing really came of it and it never happened and then when we started talking about it again for this time for spring i thought yeah i definitely want to do it we're going to do it this time so even if the other friends don't turn out to to do it we're, two of us said we're definitely going decision was there much in the decision making process for like we want was it i want to go home mountain or was it like whoever whoever just who decided snowden or was it just a case of it's snowden it's what everyone does let's go and do it do you think it's that i think it's just what he suggested first to be honest i mean snowden's just one of them isn't it it's it's not that far from us the peak's probably a bit closer to us to be honest but it's just the name of, of snowden is it's the one you know and it's one everyone does so that's where we're probably going to start but he is on about doing the peaks already over the summer but you know i'd love to but it all depends on family life at the moment and whether i can sneak off for a weekend well, we'll come to it, but I reckon once you've been up one mountain, you'll you'll get the bug. Yeah. So, have you got, like, what are your plans? Have you got a rough route? Do you know which route you're taking? Do you know, have you got gear? Have you, have you been out shopping? You've been in mountain warehouse and bought them up, have you? Or? Did that last year when we were the first meant to yeah. go. But, yeah, we've got a plan. We're going to go up Pig Track is the suggested route that we've all kind of narrowed it down to. We're all pretty much novice, but, we, you know, none of us are ultra fit. But none of us are, you know, we could probably do it. That's kind of the, the thought process as far as we've got. Given the time of year, I reckon we'd be okay. And, uh, yeah, so we, we, we'll try and park in Lamberis, find somewhere to park, get the Sherpa bus, and then go up Pig Track. Possibly come down the same way or come down an easier route, depending on where we're at. You can come back down what they call the Miners Track. So you follow, you, you retrace your steps a little way and then it branches off and you go down a bit of a steeper bit and then it's fairly easy going all the way back, which... But the pig track is a lot of fun, to be yeah. honest. Um, that's one we did the first time we went up right. there. Isaac was four and he got up there, so you'll we be all right. Fine, then, eh? <laughs> It'd be quite funny if you don't know, though, wouldn't it? It'd be a disaster, won't it? <laughs> so how much money have you been and spent in... Trespass or Mountain Warehouse or um, something like that. Have you gone out and bought all the gear for the? You know, no, no, I haven't. No, I haven't. Um, I don't want to be a complete novice. Do you know what I mean? But um, mm. I've got a pair of old boots that I've I've used for walking the dogs over the field and any family walks out and stuff we've been on for over the years. I've had them quite a few years, so I figured best to have a com- yeah, best to have a comfy pair of boots than have a brand new pair um, for your first trip. So I've got them. I've got the waterproof jacket. We were messaging the other day and I said I've been waterproofing my gear. So when I went looking at going the first time, I bought a backpack, some walking trousers or hiking trousers and some socks. What else did I get? That was about it because I've got the rest. This time I have bought some gloves because I've got some more lightweight gloves um, to take with me if I need them. The ones I've got in the house are just quite heavy, thick stuff and I just thought they're probably going to get wet. I have a little pair of really thin, I think they call them inners, yeah. 
until you like you put them on and then you put a waterproof one over yeah. the top um or, or a more pad one over the top but i've only ever needed those like even in the yeah. winter those thin ones are good enough for me like yeah you know, so yeah i'm trying to not be oh you need this and you want that and you need the other but um you you could be surprised like early may it could still be quite chilly at the top of there so it, it, i've been checking the forecast it's not give out anything higher than seven that was yesterday but it could right. change again couldn't it so and then the other thing you got to watch out for is obviously like down here t- today it's been bloody hot so you get on that mountain there's no tree cover yeah. there's no shade you make sure you know drink plenty yeah i'm gonna i was thinking actually what am i gonna have in my bag so i'll have a, like a spare pair of socks i'll have my hat my gloves or my cap depending on which one i need to wear few snacks and then the rest is going to be a couple of bottles of uh, water and something else probably like a bottle of lucasade or something lucasade sport something with electrolytes in you know uh, uh, yeah i'm glad you didn't say a couple of cans of beer or something to it's start, always tempting but, but probably not <laughs> have you got any expectations on the climb on the on the walk in on i've done the usual stuff like your research watch other people do it on youtube my plan is to try and record some of it myself for my own use and uh, put some videos out in bits and pieces not really to be honest i suppose i would probably have more expectations of how hard it was going to be if we were doing it in october because we're in spring i'm i'm kind of thinking it's going to be okay i'm i'm expect i'm assuming it's going to rain because <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. but other than that i'm thinking we might be okay you know so I think you'll be all right, man. Honestly, I think I think you're going to love it. And there's a real chance that you'll get to the very top and you'll be disappointed at how busy it is. Yeah. So be prepared because it will that Saturday if it's if the weather's That's good, it. you could queue for an hour to climb up and touch that cairn on the top. Yeah, that 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 could be the bit that um, becomes a bit of a. We're just in the queue with everyone else now, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, but I obviously don't let that last few meters like you've done the hard work don't that you know just because you didn't go up and tap that can doesn't mean that you didn't go up snowden yeah like the first time we went up with the kids we all made sure we went up and got to the very top on the can and then every time we've been up there since it's like i ain't bloody queuing it'll depend on how big the queue is how long it takes us what the weather's like and what everyone else wants to do but i would imagine that because we've been up it for the first time we'll all probably do it yeah get a picture up there together and stuff and never know this might be the first one that leads on to all the others i was going to ask are you ready for this to turn into a life-changing experience because it like it was for me when i was a kid like the first time i went up a mountain i was just like it's a different world like yeah yeah and like i say i've been i've been the uh armchair adventurer i've sat and watched all the bear grills dvds and the all the programs about alaska living in alaska i always thought that's interesting i might do that one day live in alaska you know if i wasn't married with kids and had a life here could be doing that that kind of idea take them with you oh no i want to live in a cabin that <laughs> i living in a cabin in the woods on my own <laughs> um, so that's always been in the back of my mind so i've always done watch that kind of stuff and always thought yeah it might be something one day so yeah i'm uh i'm looking forward to it and hopefully we can get fit some more in for the rest of the year when the kids are older they can come with me well i'm gonna wish you the best of luck and I'm going to ask you back on after you've been up and we'll, we'll hear all about it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. But honestly, I think that that last few metres will annoy the... Sh- the try not to swear on this. <laughs> Those last few metres you'll find really annoying, but don't let it ruin the rest of it for you because, like, going, especially going up the pig track, there's some spectacular views. It's, 
you know, and it's it's fun. It's, it's an interesting walk. If you did the Lamberis path, it's just a bit of a long drag. Yeah. So yeah, you know. So I think you made the right decision. Any there. tips off for someone who's not a fan of heights? <laughs> but it doesn't matter because you're on a big mountain. Right. As you go up from Penny Pass, you go on a little way, and then you'll get to a point, and it will the path will sort of veer off to the left or go straight on veer round to the left because if you go straight on you'll end up on crib gosh which is a knife edge yeah. and you definitely don't want to do that no i don't <laughs> okay so basically um and then you basically you'll go round a corner and there'll be a style so if you hit that style after going round a corner you're all right but th- th- there's like a big mass in front of you and that's not snowden that's that's a crib and that's mental for your first time yeah. I did that when I was a kid. I don't want to go up it again now. <laughs> not, not now I've got kids. I'm, I don't want no, to go up there no, again. No, I've like, seen. So. It, does, it looks scary, that bit. But yeah, but that's it. That's the only, only thing I would say is make sure you don't, uh, get, don't get stuck on the crib. And we'll hear all about it in a few days' time. Hopefully, yeah. Just Up The Trail is brought to you by you, our dear listener. If you can afford £5 a month to support us on our Patreon page, that's patreon.com forward slash just up the trail, then please do. It really helps to keep the show independent, free from advertisers, and it will also help to keep the show free for anyone who wants it, who may not have the money to donate. So you'll be doing a very kind and very sound thing by donating. Thank you very much. So last time we spoke, you were about to go up Snowden for the first time. Yep. And you've kindly come back to tell us all about your mega trip, your big adventure up to Wales's tallest mountain. I have. So it was your first mountain, as we've discussed. Who was in the team? There was me, my friend Aaron, who's been on my podcast, people might have heard, and then his friend, who he does a podcast with, our other th- friend from the group, and his um, brother-in-law. So five of us in the end. Right. So what time? Because you, um, you're you're not too far away. How long? What time did you leave in the morning to get there? Uh, we were on the road for just after six. Oh, not too bad not then. Not too bad. Yeah, I felt like that was early enough. We were. Yeah. We were going to try and park at Penny Pass, but reading the right ups on online, it was like you need to set off really early and get there by seven or something, and. That would have mean, meant us leaving at around four-ish and I've got kids and that was just never going to happen. Whereas the others haven't got kids, so they would have been all right. Well, th- three of them haven't. So uh, I suggested, like, why don't we just um, park in Lamberis? And it seems like it would be easier. We could set off at the time we originally planned. Did you go to Lamberis, jumped on the Sherpa? We did, yeah. We had to queue. If you were queuing for the bus, yeah. that car park would have been rammed then at Penny Pass. Got, like. Oh, at Penny Pass would have been, yeah. Yeah, because when we got off the bus, they were they were queuing for the toilets or whatever else is there. We didn't really stop. Yeah, we, yeah, just, yeah. we just jumped off and got going. Uh, Have you been to that area before? Not not as an adult, really, no. What did you think as you're driving in? Did, which way did you go in then? You must have come in from Conway and up around that way, did you? Conway way, yeah. yeah. Is it Colwyn Bay over that side as well? Coming yeah, yeah, that yeah. Way, yeah. Into Lamberis. Is it, it's, I've, I've done them kind of drives into sort of, Little villagey Wales 
loads of times mm-hmm. and they all look very similar. Um, and given the time of day, I was on a bit of autopilot, really. I'm not, I'm not a morning person, but um, it's always a nice drive and you get, you go up the coast for a certain amount of time, don't you, through the tunnels and stuff from our end, um, which is always a nice drive and a nice view. I've always either gone in, um, like, so when I was living up in Hereford, you can go up to Raider and then there's um, what they call the mountain road to Aberystwyth. Yeah which takes you to Aberystwyth. But it's really, it's really windy and narrow, and it really is a mountain, like a mountain road. And then you come at it from the south, so you come into like um, McCuncliffe and Cader Idris and that. Or we'll go up to Shrewsbury and then across and come in through like Betsy Coyd. Yeah. So I've never actually come in that way that you've... It's kind of around the top top way. Yeah, it was. Uh, it's, it's quite a nice drive. Coming into Lamberis was like, you know, it's all little... Um... It's little cafes and coffee shops and little B&B type places, isn't it? Guest houses. And then all of a sudden it opens up for a big car park and the railway. And, and I didn't realise how close it was really, but you're just right across the road from the, the Lamberis track, aren't you? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. didn't even yeah, realise yeah. that's how close we were because <laughs> we weren't planning to use that. We were just going to jump on the bus, so yeah. Were the boys like well up for it then? Yeah. It, it, had, it had moments of feeling like we were off on a stag do. All oh, right, a bit boys on tour, yeah, like yeah, add little little elements to that until obviously we got on the bus and we're getting off the bus. Real, I realize where we are and what we're doing, type of thing. But you know, it yeah. was just we we just had a laugh. It was good. So, what time did you get to Penny Pass in the end? Then oh, now you're asking half eight ish, probably about nine. All oh, right, and it, I expect it was ramped oh, by yeah, then, it was wasn't it? Busy, yeah. The bus because you had a good day as well, didn't you? Weather wise, oh yeah, it was really good. Yeah, the weather was great. We we couldn't have planned it any better, really. If we'd have gone in the October, it would have been a lot different. And <laughs> it might not have been as busy. So, yeah, we jumped off the bus. It was quite busy. Then we were we were just eager to jump on the track, really. And uh, we ended up on the wrong track. I was going to save this for later. I'm going to say, you um, you planned to go at the pig, weren't you? And then, I've, if I remember rightly, without going back into the idea, I think I had said about, oh, if you get so far up, bear left, because otherwise you'd end up on the crib. But you hadn't even got that far to make a wrong turn. No, we went through the wrong gate at the very beginning. Right, yeah. Yeah, so you, as you go into the car park, you would have, um, like, if you're looking, if the road's behind you, you would have gone off to the left-hand side as opposed to the right, I'm guessing. Yeah. Because I, I I had what you I took your advice of what you said. I told the lads mm. on the way. I said apparently there's a point on the track where we come to a bit of a fork in the path and we're supposed to go left. Otherwise we'll end up mm. on the uh, on the bit we don't want to end up on. <laughs> and uh, I told them that. And then as we were getting towards, well, we we were on the miners' track, so it just mm. kind of gradually gradually ascends doesn't it and then it stops and you've got like the big ascent to go up the quite a steep ascent really in it yeah and it's quite um scrabbly in it and yeah shaly and that because you, you, it's pretty much tarmac up to the lakes now isn't it um up to the lakes well, it is yeah. yeah 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 then it gets a bit bouldery rocks and yeah um it was all right but it's, it's a bit of a thigh burner yeah when you get once you get at the top of that sort of shaly bit that's where the pig meets yes that's where because we got to there and we were sort of thinking, is this the bit where we fork and, and we go left? But then if we did done right. that, we wouldn't have gone anywhere. <laughs> Would we? Mm. So we, we decided that was the perfect opportunity to have lunch, sit down, have a recce and have lunch, figure out what, what we've done. Um, I called it with the lads. I said, I'm pretty sure we're on the miners track. We've done it wrong. But as we as we came through the gate, I heard one of the lads in front as we were talking because I was taking pictures behind. And, and then I caught up and heard one of them say that... that for both tracks, you go through the same gate. 
And as I went through the gate, it said, I saw a sign that said miners. And I, I said to him, do you know, the sign said miners. And he went, yeah, but you go through the same gate for both treks. And we didn't realize until we were like pretty yeah. much, pretty much at the end of that part. Hmm. Um, and then we realized we made a mistake. It's nice though, the miners. You got you, you go up and then you got you've got the um the lakes and that. Did you have a paddle? We didn't have a paddle, no. We had a little feel, but it was cold. Right, yeah. Yeah, it, I, I liked it. I thought that was the nice scenic group, to be honest. Um got loads of uh, well, say loads, I got some short um footage and some pictures and stuff. And um I think for a first time that's kind of a good route really, if you're not mm. really and then you get onto the, you go on a little bit further, don't you, from where the paths meet, and you get onto the switchbacks. Yeah, the zig zigzags. I I always find that quite tough. Yeah, they, when we got up that bit, we we were all blowing a bit, and we were more regular stop breaks for water. And by the time I got to the top of that, my my leg was cramping. Yeah, there's one bit on there. The path just sort of disappears, and it's just like a massive boulder. <laughs> Yeah. Right there, isn't there? And like, I've seen some pictures of my kids just scrambling up it yeah. and then me huffing and puffing. It, that's when it starts to feel like, hang on, we're actually on a mountain here. That, that was definitely one of the thoughts I had on that part. I thought we were scrambling over it and I was almost climbing at certain points. And I thought, we're actually on a mountain here, we're doing it. And, uh, you know, this is the part where you have to pay attention because otherwise, you, you know, you could slip and hurt yourself and whatever. But there was people running up, scrambling up with with a dogs. There was there was people doing it for like three peaks or for charity with that charity t shirts on and stuff. And then there was other people like we saw a guy in jeans and trainers, which I thought was daft and madness, but it is what it is, isn't it? And uh, and then there was other people there that were like probably similar to us. Really, you could tell it was like the first big trek out, and and they probably weren't fit enough to take it on, and they just had to have a few breaks, but. Yeah, there's that that point you you hit it and you think, well, actually, we're uh, it's man against mountain at the moment, and you you have your own little battle at that point, and have a word with yourself and keep going. You're just talking about blue jeans and trainers. So, um, what kit did you have? And like, what I'm guessing that you had far too much, and you probably had took far too much food. But yeah, so yeah, just talk us through like footwear and what you had in your bag and that sort of thing so i i've got a pair of walking trousers some walking boots that i've had for quite a few years t-shirt fleecy um pullover type thing and then a waterproof coat in my bag i had a cap on just in case it was sunny which was a godsend because it was sunny mm. and then in my bag i had a gloves hat my sandwiches my cereal bars banana drink I think I had three drinks in the end, and I finished all of them before I reached the top. All right, yeah. I think I had like one mouthful for coming back down, and, and <laughs> I needed more because I was cramping. But um, you always top up at the lakes again, though, can't you? <laughs> yeah. Well, we we could, but then we saw someone swimming in it afterwards, and I thought, all right. oh, don't fancy his right. uh, armpit water. That's why I always take a little water filter with me. Yeah, yeah. I've got I've got one which you can um, it just screws onto the top of a like if you just got a normal water bottle, yeah, like a bought water bottle, yeah. You can just fill that up, put the water filter on it, and it's like a massive sports cap. Yeah, right. And then you, and you just suck the water through it. Through it. Oh yeah, that'd be a good they're, idea. They're only about they're only about fifteen twenty quid. Be uh, something to think about for the next one. If we venture out a little bit further and maybe we go a little bit somewhere that isn't as tourist uh, attracted, then uh, I, I did think we could do with something like that. To be honest, you said about having your fleece and your woolly hat and that. Did you notice the temperature difference from? down the bottom to when you sort of because you come up out the switchbacks don't you and you join the Lamberis path and you get that view out over the 
Oh, well, like either side. side. Yeah. 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 Did you notice the temperature difference? So, like, or were um, you just hot from walking by then? Oh, yeah, yeah. Because when we were scrambling up that, that bit between the top, well, the Lamberis path and the bottom of the miners track then, as we was doing all of that, it was like midday and it was red hot and, and we were sweating and there was, yeah, it was um, it was nice. And we, we did have some sun cream with us, which was good. Yeah, I didn't really notice when I got to the, the, the top of that bit because we, we sort of got up there all sort of puffing and panting a bit, thinking we're nearly there. Then sort of looking around, taking in the views and all the people were up there as well, mm. trying to get a, another little drink. And then there was a woman at the top who was telling us that she confirmed my... Uh, theory that we were on the miners track and then uh, she said that if you if you'd have gone that way because we, we were talking about which route we're down we were going to go and uh, she said if you'd have come like sort of straight that way um you'd have ended up on uh Kribgok, so um, don't go that way back she said uh, yeah because you sort of dip down and then that splits again doesn't it and then so yeah because when you get to the top of the zig that's that zigzags that's almost like a full summit isn't it yeah yeah you think oh well, it's just up here and we're right and then you turn around and you're like whoa it's all the way up there yeah it's almost like um it's almost like a bit of a train stop, isn't it? Because mm. it, it flattens out a bit. Um, there was a lot of people having the butties up there, so uh, but we just cracked on then because we could we could see where we where we wanted to be. There's a bit of a ledge, isn't there? Because where you can sit down just about get out the wind, and you can have a sandwich there without it. If the wind's whipping across, yeah. you can get down and get out of it. Like we've yeah. sat down in there a few times. Yeah. So where did the queue for the summit start? Well, you get. You, you go up the step, you get to the steps, don't you? And it, so it was up the down the bottom of the steps and coming mm. and winding round. Quite busy up there. A lot of people just milling about and that didn't look like they were queuing. Just sort of, they've either just mm. been up and come down and just in their own world of their own. Or, but it was it was busy. There was a moment where I come up to the top of the steps and I looked at it and it looked like the only thing I could the only thing I could compare it to was like if you drop a sweet on the ground and watch a lot of ants crawl around it. It was like ants crawling over the top of it and it, yeah the summit but that's how we got up there it's mad though because you go up a mountain and you think oh it'll be you know it's it'll be remote and solitary and everyone and the nans up there because obviously the train kicks out up there as well doesn't it yeah it was it was really busy i know like i know what you said from last time about that last little bit don't let it spoil your, your experience mm. because you stand in queue and it's so busy which it didn't it was good but i did think as as we were coming back down you know, if we do it again, if we go somewhere else, I'd like to maybe go somewhere that is maybe a little bit more remote. Maybe not something that's just us five on our own. We might bump mm. into someone who's maybe experienced who can say, you're going the wrong way. But also, not somewhere that's going to have a busload of people just turn up. You know, a load of people wandering up there because it doesn't quite feel that you've you've done something then, does it? That you've achieved your, your mountain. You're glad you've done it. Definitely, yeah. And you've, got, and you've definitely got a bug for more. We're talking about trying to fit in um, Scarfell Pike next. Oh, excellent. Yeah, yeah. I d- I, I've sort of suggested, just because it's coming up with the summer, and depending on how busy we all are, trying to get us all together again, throwing a few dates out, I've suggested maybe we do something that might be a bit more local or something a bit smaller. You're not far to the peak, though, are you? No, no. That might be somewhere we could, we could go there instead and, and then work our way back up. Yeah, instead of like doing a named peak, you could go and go, right, we'll go and we'll do a nine or ten mile hike and maybe camp somewhere the night. And that's what I've got in mind. I'd quite like to do that and do a little camp and test that part out as well. 
I was thinking today, actually, that if I can get a motor sorted, I might say to you, tell you what, Jay, why don't I take you out somewhere like that? <laughs> Sounds like you're sorted with your boys on tour. You'll take me wild camping. <laughs> yeah, I'll take you wild camping. If I, if I can get up to you, I'll take you wild camping. I'd be I'd be interested in trying yeah. it. I don't, I don't know if it's something I'd wander off and do on my own, but if, right. you know, as a, as a first, I might try it with somebody else. It might, might yeah. work out that these lads want to do it. We'll try it. So, yeah, we'll see. You uh, text me um, about the other mountain, uh, Moshabad, Moshabod, Moshabad. Yeah. So that's really cool. If you um, if you do go back out there, if you get out to like the Kapalkura again, and then you can go up a track and sort of go around the back onto the safe ridge, and it's a proper scramble. Right. It's only a grade one scramble. It's like it's it's an easy scramble. Yeah. But it can be as exposed as you want. So the further you go across to the right, the closer you get to the massive drop down into the quarry right. or the old quarry. Like, yeah. but obviously, and if you're feeling a little bit oh, or don't like this, you can move across a bit. You know, and it takes that element of droppiness yeah. out if you like. Yeah. But you still get that scrambling up and down, up through the the rocks. Like, it's not rock climbing, but it's it's really good if you really want that feeling of getting your hands on the rock. Mm. Yeah. You fancy that, or are you still trail bound? I don't, I don't know to be honest. I think our WhatsApp group is called the Walking Group, so maybe we'll trail while for now. <laughs> but we'll we'll work our way up. I don't, I don't mind. I quite like the idea of it. But I'm... did I see um, one of your mates in your pictures? Had a couple of cans with him. Yeah, always one. Was it just one of you, or did you all have them? It was just it was just the one of us. I think the idea was that he was going to buy it for us all, but then he just decided that. He was just going to have them. <laughs> he saved a can or two for the top. We had a little celebratory uh, little sip, but that was all I got, really. Um, I had to wait to come back down to get one. <laughs> yeah, he was uh, We he was joking. We're like, but when we were kids, a lot of us know each other from when we were 17. And when we were kids, it was always, um, you know, you go to a party or you go to wherever it's going to be, music festival or whatever. It was always a creator fosters. None of us drink that anymore, and it's always something that harks back to when we were kids. So he was joking about it in the group for a bit, in the lead-up, and I thought, yeah, no one's actually going to do it, because who wants to carry unnecessary weight up a mountain anyway? And then he turned up with it, so fair fair play. But That's one of the things about Snowden. It's like, it's the accessibility. It's, like, it's brilliant, and it's really annoying at the same time, because it means anyone can get up there. Yeah. And, you know... It, you know old deers on the train can get up there if they want to you know yeah but it also means that anyone can get up there so it's never quiet especially on a like on a good day it's even and you do get like i take myself probably a little bit too seriously when it comes to the hiking and stuff i'm a novice i'm a seasoned novice shall we say i can like I'm, I can look after my family. I can look after us. Like in most situations, out on trail. So I'm certainly not a mountaineer. I'm certainly a trail hiker, shall we say? My nav, I can navigate well enough to get us out of any bother. I know when, I know when things are looking dodgy and we have to, and you know, it's safer to cool it. But I never want to go at Snowden ever again, not because it's so busy, because it's, and that's really snobby. Because I don't know. I think it's wonderful that. You know, anyone can get up a mountain and experience that. And that's the first one we took the kids up because because it was easy to do. We did. Um, I did mention as we as we were on like 
I don't know if we were, when we were up there, when we were coming down, I think it was when we were coming down, did mention that there was a, a huge variety of different people of different shapes mm. and sizes of different reasons for going up there. Mm. And uh, we, we saw all of them on the way up and on the way down. I mean, there was the lads there that had the tops off and had, uh, had quite clearly had a few cans. Um, and then and they had the Union Jack flag at the waving at the top that they could took pictures of, which, you know, each to their own and everything. But I mean, at least we all had, we all had a walking boots and we tried. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, no, sorry. I didn't mean any judgment on, anyone really it's just that like it's very easy to be snobby about snowden nowadays because it is that honeypot site and everyone goes there but it's an it's, a, it's an entry point and if 10 percent, 1 percent, you know 10 percent of those people who went up there for the first time carry on and have a you know a long-term relationship with with the outdoors and with mountains and with hiking and you know actually take it forward from that then it's done its job surely yeah, absolutely. I um, I, th- I think it's 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 kind of sparked something in in us and in in me and something I've always kind of tried to do and enjoyed doing, but I've never really done anything for, for as big a um, task really to to take on. I probably wouldn't have wanted to take the kids up. They would probably be all right doing it, but the moaning would have. Uh, how old's your eldest? Six. He'll be six. Yeah, in summer. Yeah, he'll be he'll be fine. That then you probably have to carry a bit. Yeah, but. yeah. There was there was somebody there on the way up. As we were coming down Lamberis, they were coming up, and the other kid in you know the little backpack with the seat on the mm. back, and his missus had a backpack on. And I thought, no, I wouldn't be doing that. I'll wait so you went straight bit. back down the Lamberis track, did you? Yeah, we decided to go that route down rather than get the bus back. Yeah. Yeah, because that's a long old drag down that that track, isn't it? Yeah, well, we thought well we'd have to get scrambled back down the bit we just struggled up, and then we're going to hit the gate and have to wait for the bus again. So we just thought, well, we followed the 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 track. The train wasn't running, so we just followed that track all the way down until we couldn't really go any further because it was nice and smooth. Mm-hmm. And then we just jumped down off one of the the grassy hills onto the uh, Lamberis track and carried on walking all the way to the car park. No, oh, lovely. Um, with a stop off at the little cafe that serves uh, serves beer. What's that? Is that? Oh yeah, I know which one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do. They've got their own beer, their own craft lager, and their own uh, their own cider. So uh, we had a, we all had a drink at the end of it, and then we jumped in the cars and came home. So yeah. What time did you get home? Round about five, half five. Oh, really? Well, good then. We got down in an hour and a half. It took us three. Oh, brilliant! Three hours up, an hour and a half down. Yeah. First time we went up with the kids, we left it. We got we got to. Parked in Penny Pass, so I think we got there about half past seven. It was dark because the clocks had changed on the on the Saturday night, and we were there on the Monday, and we got to the top about half past two, and then we got back down to the car at about half past five, and it was dark again. Right. So it was like a, a full day on the mountain. Yeah, but because we were going at the kids' pace, we you know we were absolutely fine. And the next day we went up Cadderidris. Yeah. So how were you the next day, like legs wise? Sore. Were they? Oh yeah, yeah. We we <laughs> I haven't been for a few weeks, but we play football on a Monday night. So we've been up on the Saturday, and then we were all saying, "Oh, we don't I don't think it's going to happen." But a couple of the lads messaged on uh, Monday morning and said, "Yeah, I'm not playing." <laughs> <laughs> I would not, I used to always struggle the day after playing five aside. So <laughs> yeah. It was uh, my legs were, were stiff and a bit sore for a few days afterwards. 
because um, I, I, I started cramping up in one of my thighs on the way up. And then as we were going up the steps to the, the, the summit, my other thigh was cramping. And then when we came back down the Lamberry's trap, my, my calf was cramping. So by the time I got back to the car, I was almost saying, like, I don't even know if I could drive home. I've been cramping up that much. <laughs> Just had to get another bottle of water and then uh, and crack on. So. so it was a success then? Yeah, yeah, we, we it was good. And you're going to do it again or do do more? We're going to do more. I don't know where Excellent. we're going yet. We just need to uh, get all the calendars and diaries lined up for yeah. summer so we can fit something else in. But maybe next next one, maybe we'll do a a weekend. So we'll turn up on a maybe a Saturday morning, walk, yeah, walk yeah, for yeah. the day, camp somewhere, and come back on the Sunday or something. Excellent. That'd be wicked. Hey, I'm on the